This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I was thinking about all of the opportunities, you know, that God gives us. But do you know what? It's a choice whether or not we take those opportunities. It's a choice, you know, if we take those opportunities. And if you say, well, look, I'm having a hard time myself. I can't maybe pay my bills. I'm not going to have enough to do what I need to do. Well, then that is so much more the reason to give. Because, see, when you give to others, then God, now that opens up the door and the windows of heaven upon your life where he's going to say, well, guess what? I'm going to pour out more. I'm going to give back to them more than what they even gave because they gave to the needy. They gave to the poor. They gave to those. Amen. And when you give, you can never, ever, ever outgive God. And don't let the enemy try to tell you, look, they're just trying to get your money, or what about you? What about you? Remember, when you get it off of me and we get it onto others, then that's when we'll see the real blessing of God. Because God, let me tell you something just like in the natural in a hose, when, you, when that water goes through that hose, the inside of that hose is getting all wet, even though the water comes out the end. So when you give, when you're giving out from yourself above your tithes and offerings and above your own need, when you give to others, guess what? God says, ooh, I'm going to saturate them real good. I'm going to make sure they get blessed in every area of their life. Amen. That's the best thing to do is to give when we're in need of ourselves. Amen. Because God will always make sure that you and I get taken care of. Amen. So, Father, we just thank you right now. We just want to give you the praise and the glory. I just thank you, Father, right now, asking for your people to hear your words, not mine. God, we thank you already for your presence that is being felt here. We thank you for the words that are going forth to the people that are here, that are listening now and even might be listening later or through the week, local and abroad. We thank you that your word goes forth. Lives are changed. For we come in one way, but we go out changed. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, you know, this is... uh, a special month, of course, December. It's like the Christmas month, amen. You know, but it's so much more because there really, and I know I say this every year, but there really is something special about Christmas. And why? Because the first part of that is Christ, amen. But what, there's something that happens to people's hearts even during this time of year, even those that do not know God, For some reason, they find themselves a little more sensitive, a little more tender, you know, a little more receptive to the things of God, you know, and it's just, it's just amazing that even people that normally maybe not would even hear about God or want to hear anything that we would have to say, there's something supernatural that happens throughout the world, throughout the earth there is a presence that comes upon where people's hearts and ears become more sensitive, that they'll listen where maybe they wouldn't listen before. 
that they'll hear and receive. You know, and some will even come to church because their children or grandchildren are in a play or they promise their mom or dad or their spouse to shut them up. Okay, I'll go on Christmas or close to Christmas. Amen? And because there's something about what happened spiritually, and I can't explain it, just that it's God. So don't let these opportunities pass you by. When you have an opportunity, maybe to be a little kinder, pray for someone maybe you haven't been praying for, or speak to somebody, or be a little nicer in the store, even though you've had to stand in line, and you're irritated, and you're all crabby, or you went to a restaurant, and it's been forever since anybody came, and you're choking on your food because they didn't bring you any water or drink. Let's just try to pray and say, but you know what? Let me take this opportunity to still just to say, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for waiting on me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I know you're probably busy. You're short-handed, short-staffed. But I thank you for just being here, for coming to work today. You know, it don't cost anything to be kind. It don't cost anything to say thank you and to really show some generosity, and let's especially do it. We should do it all the time, but let's especially make an extra effort. There's a lot of people that are hurting during this time of year. There's a lot of people that maybe don't even want Christmas to be here. Maybe they have bad memories, you know, things are not good, and the world has taught us that if you can't buy your kid everything that he wants, then it's not Christmas and you're not happy. Oh, what a deception. Amen? that we've fell into that trap that we'll put ourselves into such debt to outdo everybody else or to prove to our kids, well, I can get you everything you asked for so you can have more than Johnny and, you know, Sue over there. And that's not what it's about. Now, there's nothing wrong with getting them things, but let's always remember, especially as a believer, you know, Christ is first. And then all that other stuff is just extra and bonus. And that we teach our children, too, to give. You know, we always told our children, you know, many a times, and some voluntary, not some that were not involuntary, we gave their gifts away sometimes, you know. And then sometimes, you know, we taught them, though, you know, that it was better to give than to receive, you know. And we'd also, you know, make them make a list, and they earned some money, but instead of buying something for yourself, buy something for somebody else. You know, let's put some good seeds. These are good opportunities right now to teach our children that it's not all about stuff. It's about him. And then all that other stuff is just an extra blessing. Amen. So let's just try to be extra sensitive because especially for those that don't know these truths, and even as a believer, we can get caught all up in it. Isn't it easy to get caught up in it? Because it's everywhere, every day, everywhere we go. But let's remember what it's really about. And that's our title today is God with us. And the subtitle is the person, Jesus, the son. That's what it's really about. In Isaiah 7 and 14, in the NIV, it says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Don't you think that's just a little something we could get excited about this morning? 
about Emmanuel. I don't know about you, but that gets me excited to think about my God and that God is with us. You know, Christ Jesus came into the world, Emmanuel, God with us. Also over in the Matthew's um, gospel over there in chapter one, it says, behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God is with us. God is with us. You know, maybe you're going through some storms of life. Maybe you're going through some loneliness. Maybe you've been going through some feeling deserted and all of this. I'll tell you, the past couple of years have been trying for everybody believers included, but we've got to remain focused on God is with us. Amen. But whether you're going through loneliness or you're just feeling maybe deserted, whatever the storms that any of us are going through, and everybody goes through some kind of storm, some at sometimes seem smaller, some seem bigger, but there's always something that seems to be brewing out there. Amen. But whatever storms you're going through, remember, God is with us. God, Emmanuel. He has come not just to put his hand on us, not just to pat us on the back and say, oh, well done. But he gave us a, he, but he has come to stay. He has come to dwell with us and in us. He has come to reside with us. You know, sometimes we need to be reminded of these things. I think sometimes as a believer, it's like we forget who's with you, who's on the inside, living on the inside of you and me. You know, many men and women over the years have emigrated over the shores from Australia, South Africa, and men all around the world to come to America. And we've often thought, I'm sure you've heard people say, well, they came over, maybe just one person from that family, you know, over the years, and they had to leave friends and family, hoping to make a better life and then to send for them. You know, and you know you heard about that, and they were, you, you think, well, gosh, they were all alone. They were just alone. But then other times you've heard about stories where they were able to bring their home family, and what a difference that that made. Because they weren't alone then, they had family. And sometimes, though, even here in America, United States, right now here today, maybe sitting here, maybe watching live or going to tune in later, you're saying, well, I'm alone today. Or I feel alone. Or maybe you actually are alone. But you know what? Listen, God is with you. You're never, ever, ever alone because God is with you. So no matter what you're feeling in life, don't let those feelings and that lie lie to you to tell you that you're alone, because God is with you. And if you don't know who this God is, it's as easy as asking him into your life and saying, Lord, come into my life. I believe you died on the cross. Come into my life and be my Lord. I want to live for you, And I want to do whatever you ask me to do in the name of Jesus. It's as simple as that. For the soldier in the battle, Christ Jesus, Emmanuel, is the captain of our salvation. He's there for the fatherless child. He's there for the orphans. 
He's there for the widows. He's there for those that maybe have been neglected or abused. He's there. He's the everlasting father. He's there for the lonely one, the one that's feeling separated, or maybe you lost a loved one this year or last year and you're feeling alone. God is there. He's the omnipotent companion. He is with us wherever we go. Never, ever will he leave us. He's always with us in whatever we do. He's there for the sick. He's there for the lonely. He's there for the deserted. Many going through the valley of death. Listen to my words today. Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with you. You are never alone. Never, ever alone. And he's also given you a church family. Or maybe you're watching and you say, well, I don't have a church. I don't go to church. Well, you need a church and you need a church family. And if you don't have one, then we'd love for you to come here. You know, you might be watching in another state or another nation. We pray that God will help you to find the place he has for you. Because, see, I'm going to tell you there's something about, you know, you can watch online, you can listen on podcasts, but there's something about face-to-face. Okay, there's something about face-to-face. There's something about your pastors being able to actually see your face, know who you are, and pray for you. There's something about having church family that sees you and can pray one for another. That's powerful, very powerful. So he is with us. He took upon himself our nature. He took upon himself our being, our feelings, and our emotions because he knew what we would be going through or what we will go through. So then he could empathize, he could sympathize with us because he is God with us and because he is God. You know, he was God with us, and then you think in that, in his condescension, that he had such a glorious and such a beauty and such a splendor, but yet he came down and left it all for you and me. He was true God Yet true God became true man. He became God with us. He became God at our side. Walking with us, being there at every intersection, being there at every crossroad, being there at every crisis in our lives, every up and down, God is right there with us, right there with you. Oh, how comforting to know that. You know, God did not send an angel but he sent his son. He sent himself and took upon himself our flesh that he might suffer that what we would suffer, that he would know what we go through and that he could be there for us, that he would be our comforter, our friend, our protector, our strong tower, our Jehovah Jireh, our peace, our joy. He is our everything, truly our everything. I read this article, and there was a professor of seminary back in the 1800s named Benjamin Warfield. 
And this was a comment he made, and I thought it was very interesting the way he wrote this. He said, the glory of the incarnation is that it is presence to our adoring gaze, not a humanized God or a defied man, but a true God-man, one who was all that God is and at the same time all that man is. And that mean, it means this, that one whose almighty arms we can rest in and whose human sympathy we can appeal. See, because I've heard people say, well, there's no way God could know what I'm feeling or no way he would know what I'm going through. Yes, he does. He felt everything you've ever gone through, every pain, every burden, and that you're ever going to go through. He knows. He knows, and he's there to be with us, to be our comforter. Oh, how, how comforting. You know, your wife, your husband, your mother, father, brother, sisters, church member, people can comfort us when we're going through things, and that's comforting to know that you have a friend, but no one can comfort like God. I'm telling you, there's something, you know, no matter how much, you know, someone else can say, I'm sorry, or, oh, I felt, I know what you're going through, or I don't know what you're going through, but I really, truly, you know, am so sorry. You know, they can be so loving and caring, but nobody, nobody can comfort us and assure us that what we're going through is not the final story. Nobody but our God can bring that assurity and bring that confidence into our lives and bring a peace that passes all understanding and bring a joy that's unspeakable but our God. Only he can do that in the time of death when we've lost a loved one or a close friend. Only God can truly come and comfort and fill in those voids and those spots, those spaces now that have been left empty because of their absence, God comes in and supernaturally fills it. Or when we're watching a loved one maybe going through something, or we've seen a child or a loved one go far away from God, only God can come in and reassure us. Declare the word. Don't look at what you see. Don't be moved by what you don't see. But stay with me. You keep pressing on. And you'll see them come to my goodness, come to my saving grace, come to my healing power, come to my miraculous miracles. Amen. Only God can do all of that. Almighty God is the one who's with us. And whatever you're in need of this morning or whatever you're struggling with, Just be reminded, I hope this word has sunk in to your hearts. Emmanuel, God is with us. You know, I think sometimes if we're not careful, we take some of the Christmas songs too lightly. We read that scripture up there about God is with us. And we've truly forgotten the real revelation and the impact of how powerful that is, life-changing. I mean, you could be in the deepest hole right now. 
that you seem like that, man, you can't even hardly see through the dirt. But God will reach down, move all that dirt away, and say, I'm right here. I've been waiting for you to reach up. I've been waiting for you to reach out. I've been waiting for you to invite me in. See, if we're not careful, we just get all busy in life, and we go to run in this direction and run in that direction, and we're so busy, but we forgot about God. He gets tagged on at the end of the day when we're all wore out and tired, and we go, oh, thank you, God, love you, good night. We wake up in the morning with good intentions, but we, oh, God, I'm going to be late. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But, you know, do you have to take a shower? Do you got to get in your car and drive? You can take time to pray then. I'm going to tell you something. Start your day with God, and the rest of it will go your way. It'll actually go better than anything you could ever thought or imagine. And it's not always the quantity It's the quality. Did you choose him first so that God can be with you? You know, a lot of times I I can just see one time, I know God showed me this thing. It was just like a bunch of people, and they're busy and busy and busy and talking. He was standing right there in the middle of the room, but nobody seen him. Nobody noticed him because they were too busy in their own stuff in their own conversation, in their own trouble. See, if we'll start with God first, and what we're saying is when we wake up to pray or to read and spend a little time with God, what we're really saying is, God, you're the most important thing in my whole life. Because without you, nothing else matters. Without you, I can't do anything else. How? Can I bring people to you if I don't even know you myself? How can I go and expect the miraculous miracles to happen in my workplace and in my church when I don't even know what they are myself? Or when I don't even spend time with God to hear what he's been saying or who he'd like me to pray for or what he'd like me to do or how he'd like me to give? I just challenge you. Let's end this year with God being first and the revelation that God is with us, but he needs an invite and he needs some time. Do you set the table just for yourself and for everybody else? Or does God have a place at the table? Does God have truly have a place in our life or is he just tagged on when we're in trouble and we're in need? I'm telling you, more than ever, we need to start with God, stay with God. Everybody has the same amount of time, and all of us have extra busy schedules, but you know what? Everybody can carve out time. Like I said, you have to take a shower, a bath, you have to drive in your car maybe at some point, you have to wash the dishes, something. you got time to pray. But do it first. And then fill in the rest of your day. And I'm going to tell you, you'll find out. You'll go, how did I do that? That wasn't even on my list. Oh, my God, goodness, how did I scratch that off? Well, how would that get paid? I didn't even have enough. But I put God first in my time and in my finances 
and in my serving him. And God made a way in every other area of my life, spiritually, physically, and financially. I'll tell you, serving God is a good thing. Get the revelation that God is with us. As Pastor Ron comes, you know, I just really wanted, you know, I heard that there's this song, and oh gosh, it was so, so good. Um, It was talking about that he wanted God's presence, but it sounds like he's saying presence, but spelt with a C. See, and I don't know about you, presence may be nice. I don't even have a tree this year, so I don't even have anything under my tree because I don't have a tree. be the first time since I don't know when that I didn't even have a tree. But I just had other things go on in life that, that didn't happen. And I made sure, Teresa, thank you, Teresa and Phil, because he helps load stuff too. But we got a tree up here because I needed a tree up here because we wanted to share that with others and with you. But you know, instead of presence under our tree, let's desire his presence in our lives more than ever. I'll tell you, there's so many people that are hurting. Christians and those that don't know God, they're hurting. They're lonely. They need hope. And how do you think they're going to get that hope? By you and with me. That the greater one that lives on the inside of us is going to have to reach out and tell them. See, God needs his family. And that includes you and me. If we don't tell, how will they know? If we don't invite, how will they come? If we don't show them the goodness of God by our lives, doesn't always mean that everything goes perfect. Doesn't always mean that you're running around and jumping and dancing, but inside you can say, but you know what? Where I'm at, I'm not going to stay. Where I'm at, it's not the final story. Where I'm at in life, God's got so much more. And let me tell you that no matter where you are, God wants to love you. God wants to pour out his goodness. God wants to pour out his mercy. God wants to pour out his grace. His healing and wholeness and joy in our lives. Oh God, let us go tell the story of God's goodness and grace. That God is with us. God, Emmanuel is with us. Go tell. They need to hear. Maybe you're watching today and you're saying, I need this. Well, God is here. God will answer your prayer. God. So, Father, we thank you today. We thank you that you didn't just send an angel. That you didn't just send us a little message, but you sent your only son. You sent the Lord Jesus Christ and you clothed him in human flesh that he might suffer with us. That he might be able to know and feel our sorrows and in our testing. And Lord, that he would save and deliver us from our sin. Oh, God, we thank you today. We thank you for Jesus today. We rejoice in Emmanuel that God is with us 
And if God be for us, then no one can be against us. Oh, we thank you, God, today. We give you praise and honor. Oh, God, we worship your name. Oh, we worship Emmanuel. Oh, we worship you. Yes, Father, we thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, let us come in your presence. Yes, Emmanuel. God is with us. God is with you today. Oh, we praise you, Father. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, Father. Yes, oh, worship Him. He's changing it right now, filling you with hope and peace. He's replacing that loss with His healing power, filling you right now. God's touching. Oh, Emmanuel. God with us. Yes, thank you, Father. Your name is called. It's called Emmanuel. Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You're God with us. Oh, give him your life today. Maybe for the first time or maybe rededicating it or saying, God, yes, your name is I'm going to be more sensitive to you than I've ever been before. Yes. Oh, oh your name yes. is called. Thank you, Father. It's called Emmanuel. Yes. Oh, thank you, Father. Emmanuel. Yes, Emmanuel. Oh, amen and amen. Well, we were so glad that you joined us here today at Passion Church. You might be here in the house or you're watching live or you're going to tune in later. On the podcast, we want to just say Merry Christmas, that God is with us. God is with you, and there's nothing that God cannot and will not do. So we want to just bless you this day, and if anybody maybe said that prayer, and you need help in your walk with Jesus, you can contact the church. We'll be glad to send you some information. And until next Sunday, just know that God is with us. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.